It's a beautiful Saturday morning here for our July 8th edition of Good Morning Vale. I'm your host, Ben Roof, and we've got a great show in store for you today. We'll be talking to Bill Humbert, the recruiter guy. We'll also be talking to the men behind Abbey Dog Whiskey, a new nonprofit whiskey brand. And then I'll be introducing my new segment, Outdoor Adventures. Today's Good Morning Vale starts now. Let's take a quick look at today's weather for us. It's going to be a high of 79 degrees, starting out at 58 today with winds west-southwest 10 to 20 miles an hour with a 15% chance of rain. At 8 a.m. this morning, it's going to be about 58 degrees, getting warmer and warmer as we go throughout the day, getting up to 74 by noon and 78 by 4, starting to cool off later towards the afternoon, hitting 71 around 8 p.m. And then looking at that I-70 corridor, we've got about a 50% chance of rain with a high of 70 degrees down in Denver, 15% chance of rain with a high of 79 up here in Vail, and then in Avon, 15% chance of rain with 28, or not 28, 82 is the high there, and then a little bit warmer in Eagle. And then for tonight, we've got a low of 50 degrees with a 15% chance of rain, still seeing some of those southeasterly winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. And then looking at the rest of the week here, we've got 82 degrees as a high on Sunday, 80 on Monday, and then warming up as we move into the week with 83 on Tuesday, 84 on Wednesday, and 84 on Thursday. And then let's take a quick look at Avisha's Veil Vibe segment, and she's going to tell us all about the fabulous Minturn Market, which is starting this morning. Let's take a look. Welcome to Vale Vibes. I'm Avisha Scarborough. Today we are in Minturn, a place that many refer to as the last small mountain town around. And we're going to check out their amazing maker's market. Walking along Main Street in Minturn, I took in the idyllic charm of this former railroad and mining town. Feels like it has community. It has a small town character. Um, we definitely get visitors and tourists, but it's not a resort. But don't let the small town spirit fool you. Many of these artisans here are nothing short of world-class, and many have worldwide impact. Tia Woven Goods, founded by Simbala Drame, has improved the lives of hundreds of women in Ghana by employing them to weave these baskets. Cedric Bolton is her nephew, and he helps his aunt at several farmer's markets a week. Our mission is to empower these women to stand on their own two feet, to um, feel like they can support their families, um, to empower them to you know, move forward and, and feel like they're thriving members of society. Sandstone jewelry and knits also empowers women. They're made by single mothers in Kenya so that they can be employed and uh, provide for their families. And Paulden Hester, who's originally from Tibet, has a family-run business. This is her mom, who she said started making jewelry while exiled in Nepal. 
When coming to the U.S., Paulden says she saw many similarities between Tibetan and Native American jewelry. I thought Tibet is only one wears a lot of turquoise and coral, but then I saw a lot of Native people wearing jewelry too, same, same colors. With so many inspiring handmade items, customers said they love shopping here. Bad bracelet. Because it makes an impact. It is, yeah, so they're real fruit. Some of these products were made with imagination. Straight into the flame. Some were made with skill and courage. And others were made in loving memory of a dear friend. He was such a cool kid. And his mom just came and spent two days with me. What makes these items truly one of a kind are the people behind them. And soon, there will be a lot more to look forward to. Starting next week, we have about double the size of vendors, and we'll extend all the way down um, in the same general area, but we'll extend further down, and we'll have a food court with food trucks um, and lots of food vendors. And we're also adding a kids' zone this year, which will have tons of kids' activities. We're going to have a bounce house, a mechanical bull, face painting, um, and a build-your-own-stuffed animal station, and we'll have the climbing wall back uh, from Eagle Climbing and Fitness. And we're also doing some kids' story times this year, too. The Mintern Farmer's Market will be held every Saturday morning in downtown Mintern until September 2nd. For TV8 Vale, I'm Avisha Scarborough. Here at Sun and Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun and Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today, or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. Hi, it's Julio from TV8 Vale. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? Because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vale from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Vale Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv8vale.com.
Welcome back to the show. A little bit earlier, I had the opportunity to speak to Bill Humbert, the recruiter guy, who's got some really fantastic advice for potential job seekers or employers who are trying to help find the right employee. Let's go take a look at what he has to say. Welcome back to the show. We are now joined by Bill Humbert, the recruiter guy, who is going to share with us a little bit of tips and tricks on advancing our job search and trying to get over some of those common hurdles. Bill, welcome to the show. Hey, Ben. Thank you. It's great to be here. It's great to see you, too. I hope you've been having a good Fourth of July week. Oh, it's been excellent. Fantastic. So I know a lot of job seekers can encounter a bunch of different hurdles in the process of finding a new job, whether they left their previous career because of some issues with the company or if they were perhaps let go. And I know, especially in those cases where people have been let go, it can be a big challenge to kind of build that confidence back up and go out there and search for a new job. Do you have any tips for people? Absolutely. You know, the element that may slow their search, at least initially, is fear. You know, that's the big boogeyman. <laughs> and and so the fear is coming from either they've been laid off recently or, you know, most people, when they start a job, they they think, especially when they get older, they think, well, I hope this one takes me to retirement. And if they get into that job and they find out it's not what they thought it was going to be, and then they kind of suffered through a couple of years or a few years, they know they have to get out of there. And so then the fear starts again. So it either comes from being laid off or making that decision you have to go. And what most people don't understand is that they're falling into the grieving process hmm. that you experience when you lose a family member or even a, a pet. And you've now lost a job or you're going to lose a job. And now you're in the grieving process. That totally makes sense. I mean, it seems to me anyway, in my personal experience, like going through a big breakup or losing a job, especially a job that you were at least initially really attached to or excited about that turned out to not be quite what you were expecting. A lot of times that can be a really difficult mental hurdle to get up and a big shot to the self-confidence. How would you recommend getting people to kind of get over that hurdle and try and move on with that next step, especially when facing a big change. Well, you know, Ben, different authors have one or more steps, but in my book, Expect Success, The Science of the Over 50 Career Search, I list these five steps of grieving that you have to work through. Some, it's not a literal thing, or it just, it it goes and goes and goes. And then sometimes you slide back to one of the previous steps, and, and that's sad, but it, that does happen. So the five steps that I use are fear, anger that you either lost your job or this manager is driving you out of that company, um, depression, because now you you feel like, oh, man, am I ever going to find a job again? And what's wrong with me? And then sometimes you'll go into denial. And it may have been your fault that you got laid off, but oh, it's the manager's fault. He told me or she told me to blah, blah, blah. Um, and then finally, when you start getting some interviews and you start getting some action towards finding that job, 
you land in acceptance. And when you're in acceptance of the entire process, that's when the companies are going to be and the managers are going to be much more comfortable with you. And you're going to be more comfortable with yourself and you'll now have that confidence that you need. I would imagine that that's something that potential recruiters or hiring managers can sense a little bit in a potential applicant, that little bit of a hesitation or that little bit of a denial about what their potential shortcomings are or what they might have to kind of correct in themselves before moving on to a new job. Do you have any advice for how to kind of analyze that in yourself and kind of help move yourself into that next stage, if you're, say, in denial and you're trying to move into acceptance to get to that position where, you know, you're a potentially appealing client or not client, but a new employee. So you're right. (laughs) You know, I've been a recruiter since 1981. And I can watch a person's expressions and I'm very empathetic. And so my my sphere of being able to feel things goes beyond my body. And I I can sense people's fear, their anger, even if they're not trying to express it. And really everything, I can tell almost instantly when they're lying. <laughs> and that's not a good thing for candidates to lie, number one. But number two, it's really bad if the manager catches them in one. So what I suggest they do is a couple of steps, and it's really important. One is to make a list of all of the things that you do well professionally and all the things you do well personally, and then put an asterisk next to the ones that you do well that you enjoy doing. And if you do that, what you're doing is you're building your confidence and you're reflecting on things that you did well And by putting an asterisk next to the things that you do well, but you you really don't want to do those other things, now you know what to focus on in a job. And that really builds your confidence, too. So building that confidence is that first step. So armed with that list, then, that's going to kind of help us navigate our way towards something that we're more interested in and is a better fit. What are some other steps to kind of expand your network or get some more opportunities coming in? Well, my book, uh, one of my steps in my book is Fight Fear with Action. And that works amazingly well because as you're doing things that are positive, you're building your network and, and building a network, all you do is you just list everybody that you know. Could be people, if you're older, you could be people that you stood on the sidelines with watching your kids play soccer or baseball or basketball or music, dance, doesn't matter. Uh, it can be neighbors or former neighbors who just love to hear from you. Uh, it could be former uh, people that you worked with, it, you know, so you can build a pretty big list. And I suggest that people work really hard to get to a list of 500 people. And and every time I say that, I saw I saw the look on your eye just now, that <laughs> and that's what I see. Five hundred people. Oh my god! Do I even have five hundred friends? Oh, you do. <laughs> you know, if you were in school, how many did you know in school? I mean, people are everywhere. That's the wonderful thing about us humans. We're everywhere, and and make a list of them, and then you don't even need to know their phone numbers if you know where they work because you call the general number. 
And lots of times you'll hit uh, one or six or whatever to get to the directory. And, and for recruiters, this is great because if I know the person's name, I know who they are. I don't have to go through a receptionist and go through the 90 questions of why am I calling? <laughs> so, way past those gatekeepers a little bit. Yeah, that's right. And so, so the great news is as a person looking for a job, you can take advantage of that too. So build your list and then start working your your list networking. And so let me ask you then just one more follow-up question real quick. To get some more information, your book, Expect Success, where can people find that? Well, it's, you know, it's, I like to say it's everywhere. It's probably not, but you can get it on Amazon. You can get it on Barnes and Noble, both of them online. Um, you can get it on Walmart online. If you want to shop Walmart, go for it. Uh, so you can get it there. And then I like to say it's in discerning independent bookstores around the country. Fantastic. And if they're looking for more information about you, where can they find you? I'm easy. I'm recruiterguide.com. Well, fantastic. Bill, thank you so much for joining us and have a great rest of your day. Perfect, Ben. Thank you. Well, that was Bill Humbert, the recruiter guy, giving us some fantastic advice. And I hope you guys will stick with us for a little bit more show right after this. Hello, everyone. I'd like to welcome you into Rugs Benedict to come explore our 12,000 square foot showroom. We've been serving the Vale Valley for over 50 years now with flooring needs. And we inventory a ton of product from Carpet One to provide the very best values, highest style. We just built a warehouse, 15,000 square foot warehouse in gypsum. So we have over 120 different broadloom carpets. We have a lot of waterproof wood flooring, things that we can install right away. We have employee installers, a lifetime installation warranty. Many of them have been with us for decades and they're true craftsmen in their work. They're absolutely extraordinary at installing any of the flooring that we provide. We also have over a thousand area rugs in stock right now. Um, and they start at two by threes. I could bring these into the studio today, but they go all the way up to 12 by 16s. And we have them hanging on the racks, just like shopping for clothing. So it's very easy for you to just flip through, see what's available. We'll deliver them to your house so you can check out how they look in your space with your lighting, all different sizes, all different shapes, some things that are going to be a little bit more contemporary as well as tribal, traditional, all the latest and greatest looks. We have things that are hand knotted, silk, wool and silk options, all the way down to some machine made indoor outdoor type rugs. So really anything that you're looking for, for your business, for your home, for a rental, Rugs Benedict can provide it. And one thing I can consistently hear when people leave our showroom is that was so easy. Thank you so much. So we make the, the process very easy. Come in, take a look, and we'd love to offer you a free estimate. Look forward to seeing you in our showroom. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters.
Time to rise and shine? There's no better way to start your day off than with the Good Morning Vale crew. You asked for more and TV8 delivered. Good Morning Vale is here for you with your local news, sports, weather, and community events every morning from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. No matter the season, we give you a reason to watch. So grab your coffee and join the fun. Live stream us at TV8Vale.com or on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92. And remember, there's more for you on 92. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. We are now joined on the couch by Ryan from 10th Mountain Whiskey and the founders of Avidog, a new whiskey product for us. Would you guys introduce yourselves for us? Uh, my name is Chris Mongo Reader, and I'm the director of Vale Ski Patrol and a co-founder of Avidog. My name is Mike Kang. I'm also a co-founder of Avidog and a longtime friend of Chris's and Ryan's. Great. So tell us a little bit about the history behind the Avidog brand and kind of what you guys are doing with this new product. Sure. Uh, on Ski Patrol, we're always kind of looking for new ways to uh, fundraise and uh, benefit our local community and ways to give back. And that's kind of the foundation of where Avidog came from. Um, pairing our Avidog program and the success with those dogs and the popularity of those dogs into efforts to be able to uh, support that. Um, it turns into uh, t-shirt sales and hat sales and uh, and exposure through uh, different media outlets and appearances and things like that. Um, the actual Avi Dog brand of bourbon was originally uh, thought up as a, a wine brand and a, a partnership with a, a vineyard. And um, they did a run of what was wine, and uh, we were able to raise a bunch of money. So that kind of got the wheels turning and... Uh, we're not really wine guys, so at the time we decided that uh, maybe along the lines of uh, someday uh, another opportunity might come around with something that we're a little bit more aligned with, like a, like a bourbon. Well, and how did 10th Mountain Whiskey get involved? You know, uh, through the process of trying to find a partner in the bourbon industry, we were... Uh, overlooking the obvious, I would say, for a little while. And uh, during COVID, it was, uh, a, a, it was a tough struggle to try to find um, suppliers of bourbon. Um, it's in high demand, and especially during COVID, it was uh, pretty hard to come by. And so uh, I think that we were guilty of, of looking beyond um, what was now obvious. Um, once we started to look locally and... Uh, uh, we were put in touch with Ryan from a friend. Um, it it seemed like a, a perfect relationship, and, and it kind of grew from there. Well, in Tenth West, he's got quite a history of working with nonprofits throughout the valley, especially in the first responder and veteran space. Yeah. And so, to mention, it's a natural partnership for you guys. Yeah, it's a natural partnership in a number of ways. Uh, Vail Mountain being founded by a Tenth Mountain vet, uh, Henry being the first Avi rescue dog on Vail Mountain being a service dog himself. Uh, when Mongo and, and Kanger came to, my, came to me and, and told me about the project they were thinking about doing and pursuing, uh, it was an immediate yes. Uh, I was excited about it. It hit, checked all the right boxes for us. And so uh, not only is it a, a fun brand and, and a fun reason to, to um, start doing uh, some business with these guys, but also their uh, philanthropic efforts as well that they're focused on uh, really resonates with us too. So. And is there a particular program right now that the proceeds from this run of whiskey is going towards? Do you want to name off a few? 
Uh, Kangaroo, why don't you Sure. Yeah. Um, right now, we're benefiting Vail Avalanche Rescue Dogs, obviously, and then um, CRAD, which is Colorado Rapid Avalanche Deployment, and that's when they fly the dogs around into um, AVI zones in, in the helicopters. And then the uh, National Foundation that we've identified is uh, Canines for Warriors, and that's when they rescue high kill um, or rescue dogs from high kill rescue shelters. Uh, I believe 80% of the dogs are from uh, high kill rescue shelters, and then they donate them to vets that are affected by PTSD, traumatic brain injuries. So they're essentially saving and trying to save two lives. So fantastic. So with these two particular bottles here, there's a little bit of a difference. And why don't you guys tell us something about the specific whiskeys in here? For sure. Well, um, kind of the unique thing about this, these bottles of whiskey is this was the first bottle of whiskey, I believe, that was actually a barrel selection by a dog. Uh, Henry himself, um, he's not with us anymore, but uh, last summer we went for a, uh, for a barrel selection process at 10th Mountain, and Henry was with us, and we narrowed the selection down to two barrels, and then we set the two barrels out and had a bowl of whiskey in front of each of them, and I kind of taught Henry what the game was going to be, and then we did a best two out of three, and Henry actually selected the the first barrel of whiskey to go into the Dog bottle. And so that's kind of a unique story between the two. So there's two different versions. There's one that's uh, straight out of the barrel, and that is the barrel select at uh, 115 proof that's bottled at right now. And then there's also an 80 proof version of the same thing. Well, fantastic. And so with the 80 proof version and the higher proof, you guys have one of them aged a little bit longer than the other one? No. Nope. No. They're both aged two years in the barrel. Fantastic. What gives this one the darker color here? Um, it's a... Well, do you want to answer? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a great question, right? And then it's a lot of something that people uh, notice uh, straight off the bat. And, and so the darker color is 115 proof. And then we use a reverse osmosis water to uh, proof down the same exact whiskey, but down to 80 proof. So it might be a little more approachable to some novice whiskey drinkers that still want to partake and be part of the brand and enjoy our whiskey, but maybe uh, don't gravitate towards the higher proof 115. So... That's the difference in the color and the darkness. It's um, plus, you can enjoy it for a little bit longer. You can enjoy it a little bit longer as well, yes. <laughs> So I've been down to your facility there in Gypsum, and it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. you want to tell us a little bit about your process and how you guys are developing these whiskeys? And well, first of all, thank you. I appreciate that. And so our distillery is in Gypsum. Uh, it's a 7,000-square-foot facility. We have a tasting room there. It's open six days a week. We use a 500-gallon batch system, so every, all the uh, whiskey that comes out of our uh, location is a 500 gallon batch system. We have a 500 gallon combination pot column still. And uh, we do everything by hand there from uh, the whole cooking, uh, fermentation, distillation process uh, to bottling and labeling. These guys have come down and helped us do uh, some, some bottling and labeling on the Avi Dog brand. And, and so uh, we're open to tours uh, six days a week and uh, open to the public to come join us and hang out and check out our process. So Fantastic. And so let's go back to the Abbey Dogs a little bit. I know that Vail Mountain has definitely really been kind of promoting their Abbey Dog program a lot more in recent years. And with Henry being the original Abbey Dog, so tell us a little bit about Henry. Um, well, Henry was our first. We already said that. That was how we 
developed the program and uh, I pitched it originally with Henry and uh, it was accepted and so it was it was a fun process of figuring it out as we went you know there was a lot of background and legwork that I did beforehand going to different dog seminars and things like that and and uh, tapping into as many training resources as I could find but then actually figuring out the program is kind of more of a boots on the ground and and figuring it out figuring out what parts of the program cater best to whatever your operation is. And at Vail, um, a lot of our operation, it's uh, unfortunate that Abby dogs don't have a higher success rate when you're looking for something, uh, when you're looking for someone that's in need of that kind of assistance. You know, it's, uh, um, it's much it's a much more useful tool to be able to use our AVI dogs uh, on the front end educationally, and, and we use them a lot in that purpose. So the AVI dogs create an approachability with patrol and a connection that, especially with our local schools and stuff, um, allows us to be able to get in front of, of these kids and have that audience and have a little bit better engagement with them. And to be honest, that is the uh, the most beneficial side of having our avalanche rescue dog program is the educational side. Um, anybody that is going into the backcountry uh, to participate with a plan, with their plan being that we have avalanche rescue dogs available up top if something happens, mm-hmm. um, that's that's not a good plan going into the backcountry. Um, just a, uh, a simple side effect of the geography of where accidents happen and the reality that live finds and avalanche terrain happen within 15 minutes. And that window is your partner. It's not a phone call to a professional rescue agency that goes through a number of dispatchers and then a helicopter sent to pick up the resource and flown out there. That's a, a unfortunately not a successful plan most of the time. And sometimes it can take 15 minutes just to get your ski boots on. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, that's that's kind of the foundation of our, our our avalanche rescue dog program and kind of how it's transitioned over the years. Um, and we're at six dogs now. We have two new pups, and there's another one on the way. And so it's an ongoing evolution. Oh, fantastic. And I, I mean, I'm sure you know better than I, but I would imagine that on Vale Mountain, <clears throat> burials aren't a terribly huge concern. I mean, I know people get tree welled occasionally, but inbound mm-hmm. slides hardly ever happen in terrain where people are. So I would imagine you guys get a lot more work with the dogs, you know, partnering with CRAD. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that brings up a common misconception, too, is that, uh, um, that there is some sort of ski patrol presence in the backcountry. You know, when you're skiing at a resort uh, for Vail, uh, at Vale, for example, we have 120 ski patrollers that are all working full time to mitigate those avalanche risks within the ski area boundary. As soon as you go under that road, through one of those backcountry access gates and leave the ski area, then you get none of that, and it's you're completely reliant on having done your homework and understanding what the snowpack looks like, and training with the gear in case things go wrong, and having that right partner with you too. Because once you guys get out of the gates of the resort, right, you're now in the territory for the sheriff's department and mountain rescue, and those guys have to stage and come out to get you, and that just takes longer. Exactly, and that and that is part of the partnership that we have with the Summit County and, and Eagle County search and rescue groups that we're available as a resource for them, but you're right, that takes time. So 
if people are interested in picking up some Abbey Dog whiskey and helping to support you guys, do you guys have any events coming up, or where can they purchase it? Uh, they're for sale at both of our tasting rooms at uh, our distillery in Gypsum and then at our tasting room on Bridge Street, right when you cross the covered bridge, the first shop on the right. So they're available there uh, retail-wise. So, Then just quick aside, easily the prettiest bar in the valley. <laughs> Thank you, my man. Appreciate that. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I love that, nice. like, wood coloring and everything. It's Thank fantastic. You. And the location overlooking Gore Creek right there, it's absolutely terrific. Yeah. And, and you'll often catch some ski patrol hanging out there enjoying a glass after they get done with the work day, so. Occasionally. Occasionally. <laughs> well, fantastic, guys. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing all of this fantastic information about the Abbey Dog program and the new whiskey fundraiser. Thanks for having us. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much. (laughs) Thank you. Appreciate it. And thank you so much for joining us, and we'll be right back after a short break. Good morning, TV8 se complace en compartir que nos estamos preparando para lanzar nueva programación en español. Pero antes de hacerlo, queremos saber de ti, nuestra increíble comunidad, sobre lo que tú quieres ver. Por eso... Te invitamos a un evento especial en nuestro estudio el 12 de julio a las 6 de la tarde. Ven a compartir tus ideas, opiniones y visiones sobre el futuro de nuestra programación en español. Ya sean eventos locales, programas educativos o entretenimiento, queremos que tú formes parte de este proceso y ayudes a dar forma a nuestra programación. No te pierdas esta maravillosa oportunidad de ser parte de televisión que te refleja y te representa. Para más información y para confirmar tu asistencia, visita tv8bell.com. TV8 is excited to share that we're preparing to launch new programming in Spanish. But before we do, we want to hear from you, our incredible community, about what you want to see. That's why we invite you to a special event at our studio on July 12th at 6 p.m. Come share your ideas, opinions, and visions regarding the future of our Spanish programming. Whether it's local events, educational programs, or entertainment, we want you to be a part of this process and help shape our Spanish programming. Don't miss out on this wonderful opportunity to be a part of television that reflects and represents you. For full details and to RSVP, visit tv8bell.com. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Veil Skin and Lashes, located in the heart of Avon, offers a full array of aesthetic and medical treatments and services. We feature only the highest quality products in an upscale medical grade skincare boutique. Experience this luxurious, welcoming, and inviting environment. We are dedicated to providing expert personalized care, artistry, wellness, beauty. That's Veil Skin and Lashes Medical Spa. Join us on the Leadville Railroad. This fun-filled train ride takes you and your family on an unforgettable trip through the heart of the Rockies for a half-day trip of adventure, relaxation, and sightseeing. Enjoy the spectacular Colorado scenery. Even meet the engineer. Book your adventure on the Leadville Railroad today at 
LeadvilleRailroad.com. Good morning, Vale. Welcome back to the Good Morning Vale, and we're here at the TV8 Weather Center. And let's take a quick look at today's weather. We're starting off today at a high, or not a high, but a low in the high 50s, and then moving into a high of 79 today with a 15% chance of precipitation. Winds west-southwest, 10 to 20 miles per hour. And then looking at the rest of the day here, as we're starting to move towards the afternoon, those temperatures are going to rise with our high of 78 hitting us around 4 p.m. Things are going to start to cool off there towards the evening as we get later into the night. Speaking of the night, let's take a quick look. We're over here at the I-70 corridor in in Denver. We've got a high of 75 with a 50% chance of precipitation, getting a little bit warmer as we move up to the mountains. High of 79 in Vail with 15% chance of rain. And then Avon, still a 15% chance of rain with a high of 82. And then as we keep moving west, things continue to get warmer. Tonight, we're looking at a low of 50 degrees, still with that 15% chance of rain. Winds southeasterly with 10 to 15 miles per hour. And then looking at the rest of the week here, we've got Sunday, high of 82, and then moving on to Monday with a high of 80, 15% chance of precipitation. And then it looks like the rest of the week is gonna be pretty warm and sunny with highs in the low to mid 80s. Now, let's take a quick look over at Avija, who's over at the amphitheater, taking a quick look at some of their summer programming with her Veil Vibe segment. Let's take a look. Hi friends, welcome to Gerald R. Ford Amphitheater, also known as The Amp, a place that is home to some amazing musical acts all summer long. And what better place to watch live music than this outdoor venue? It wouldn't be summer in Vail without The Amp, an open-air venue surrounded by the Rocky Mountains. It manages to be both majestic and intimate. From humble beginnings to being the center of Vail arts and culture, the AMP has had a rich history, including several remodels since it opened in 1987. In fact, according to the AMP's Facebook page, in the early 80s, many locals had a hard time understanding why a ski town needed a summertime venue. And with endless construction, many people even wondered if it would ever be completed. But thanks to the perseverance of the Vale Valley Foundation and the Ford family, the venue was finally built in 1987 and held its first major performance headlined by Willie Nelson. The AMP continued to draw in big acts and loyal fans. One of those fans was Morgan Russell. He frequented the free Hot Summer Nights concerts that have been going on since the late 80s. And when he realized he can turn his love of live music into a career, well, it was a dream come true for him. I've been working here for three years and it's my absolute favorite place in the world. Um, I've never loved a job like I love this one. Being exposed to such a wide variety of entertainment, he says his taste in music has expanded over the years. I love learning about stuff that I'm not familiar with. Uh, we had Marin Morris, who's this big pop country singer, and you know the crowd was fantastic, amazing. We had Lindsey Sterling, who does this electric violin performance that's choreographed, and it's got this big dance component. It's a fixed capacity venue with an ability to squeeze in around 3,000 people in total, including the lawn and pavilion combined. But if a show sells out, which it often does, there's an attractive alternative. One of the wonderful things about this place is it's adjacent to a public park uh, so when it sells out people just 
go to the park or the lovely gardens next door or the creek next door. Um, there's a lot of places to enjoy the music if you're not in the venue. And speaking of the gardens next door, they were named the Betty Ford Alpine Gardens in 1988. Betty was, of course, the wife of former President Gerald R. Ford, the AMP's namesake. And the garden is known as the highest botanical garden in the world. With the garden, the creek, the park, the mountains, you have a natural environment that's hard to compete with. For me, that's what makes it so special. And I would much rather enjoy that music in an outdoor setting like this than in a concert hall. And many of the acts feel similarly. They're blown away. And um, consistently people come to the venue for the first time and their jaws literally drop. They look around and say, how have we never been here before? Uh, can we come back? There's so much to look forward to at the AMP all summer long, including Bravo Vale, the Free Hot Summer Nights concerts, Vale Dance Festival, and several national touring acts. Beavery Corporation on July 15th that we're really excited about, followed by Old Crow Medicine Show the next day, and then Camp on the 17th. So, you know, three big shows back to back to back. Remember to bring a picnic, a rain poncho just in case, and for transportation, well, here's a suggestion. Ride your bike. Um, that's the best way to get here from pretty much anywhere in Vail. To ride your bike along the creek to arrive here, you know, just it just connects the whole thing. You ride past the Alpine Gardens and you get to enjoy the flowers and the nature. A bike ride, a picnic, some live music. Sounds like a plan. Be sure to check out grfavail.com for more upcoming events. For TV8 in Vail, I'm Avisha Scarborough. It's that time we were talking Sun and Ski Sports Product of the Week. Now, if you're making your way out to do any water activities, it's important that you have the right protection with you, and especially since our water levels are so high from all of that precipitation that we saw over the course of the winter and now that snow runoff. So right now, I've got the Onyx Move Vent Life Vest in front of me. This vest has some great features to it, one of which being soft, lightweight foam flotation. Now, if you are looking for this in your kayaks or in your canoes and you want that nice mesh back, well, then it has that feature, making it more comfortable for you to sit anywhere where there's a high back and you need to be nice and safe out there. Now, as you're making your way out into the water, there is a built-in whistle so that if you need to be heard, you can make yourself heard with this lovely whistle. There's also some nice reflection pieces, making it easy for you to be seen as you're out there and especially if you're doing it first thing in the morning or later into the afternoon when you're out there on the rivers or on the lakes. So make sure that you stop by Sun and Ski Sports and you check out all of their great inventory for these nice pieces that are going to keep you safe out there on the waters. Now you can always go to their website at sunandski.com for some more information or for some more fabulous products that will keep you safe out there on the water. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters.
today. Great show on the way. Absolutely. Welcome to our show. I'm Suzy. I'm Scott. And we are really good today. You know why? Because yeah. we had a great Join us in exploring the everyday lives of community members here in the Vale Valley. Hear their inspiring stories of how they came here, their contributions to our community, and why they chose to call this place home. We want you to be one of our neighbors. If you would like to be featured or nominate someone to be featured, please send an email to danielle at tv8vale.com. We look forward to featuring your story right here on TV8. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. So I've got a new segment here called Outdoor Adventures, which is going to focus on exploring the Vale Valley, getting out and enjoying the things that we love so much here in our community, whether it be hiking, biking, camping, fishing, rafting, or any of the other things that we can enjoy. Let's take a quick look at that first episode right now. Welcome to Outdoor Adventures. I'm Ben Roof. We are heading out to Booth Falls Trail today for an easy but a little bit steep 4.2 mile hike out to a gorgeous waterfall. If we were feeling a little bit more ambitious today, we could take it all the way out to Booth Lake, which is an 8.6 mile hike out and back. Both hikes are gorgeous views up into the Gore Range and into the Eagle's Nest Wilderness. But there is no parking at the trailhead, so we are here at the Vail Transportation Center waiting for a bus to take us out to the gorgeous trail. I hope you'll stick with us. We finally made it to the trailhead. It's only about a five minute bus ride from the Transportation Center, but we could have taken one of the rentable shift bikes found around town, or if we were staying at a local hotel, I'm sure they have a shuttle available for us. It's about two miles from here to the falls, and it's gonna be about 1,300 feet in elevation gain. We're starting here at about 8,300, and we're gonna finish at about 9,600, I should say. It's gonna be about a mile and a half of fairly mellow elevation incline, with that last half mile being a lot more rugged. Let's get after it right now. So heading up this first incline on the hike, we do have a decent steepness right off the bat to get us warmed up, but it shouldn't sustain for that long. Man, that first quarter mile was pretty steep, but it looks like things level out quite a bit from here.
we're approaching the boundary to the national wilderness area, and that's different from the national forest in a couple of important ways. The idea behind it is that we're trying to keep it as free from human impact as possible. So we're only allowed to travel here on foot, and to camp, we need a permit. Unlike the national forest areas, there's no motorized transportation allowed at all here. So no mountain bikes, no dirt bikes, no cars, and no drones. So we also aren't allowed to take our dogs on the Town of Vale bus, and because of that, my best friend isn't with me here today. Well, let's keep going and see what else we can find. One of my favorite things about hiking is that it's something that just about anybody can do, regardless of economic situation. As long as you can walk and you have a decent pair of shoes, you can get out and enjoy the nature. But there are a lot of things that can make hiking way more pleasant, whether that's a decent water bottle, good shoes, hiking boots, or what we're gonna talk about today, a good layer. And what I've got for you is the Smartwool Active Hoodie. And this guy is fantastic. It's one of my absolute favorite layers. It's great for all year round, whether it's an early morning hike like we're doing today, where we're getting out in nature during the cold. It's gonna warm up a lot over the course of the day, but no matter what, this shirt isn't gonna get too warm. And even if through all the activity, we start to sweat in it, because it's wool, it's gonna stay warm. But it's a nice thin layer, whether it's this one right here, or the blue one that I've got on and I've had on with me the whole hike. It's a fantastic layer for winter and for summer because it lays down nice and flat. And in the case of rain, or if you need to keep the sun off your neck, it's got a great little hood. And this hood can fold back stuff down in your other layers. And it's just light enough that it doesn't get in the way and doesn't feel bulky. So check out our sponsor, Sun and Ski for a Smartwool Active Hoodie today. So if you take a look behind me real quick, you can see all of these aspen trees that are laid over on their sides. This is just a quick demonstration of the awesome power that is an avalanche. All around me, these aspen trees have been laid flat by snow that's come down from the slope above. Something to always be aware of when we're traveling around in the backcountry. And when we're out in the summer enjoying these trails, we can see some of these debris fields that were left from the snow over the course of the winter. Just one little cool thing I thought you guys might like to check out.
two miles. It took me a little over two hours to get here, but we are finally at the top of Booth Falls. You can hear the falls roaring behind me, and we've got some gorgeous views making the hike well worth the effort. Those last little bits were quite difficult with some loose scree or talus to coat over. But now that we're here, let's take in a little bit of those views. Just listen to that water roar, but we can't stay here forever, so it's time for us to start heading back down. So much for joining me on this week's outdoor adventure for the Booth Falls Trail. And I hope you'll join us again next week when we're going to go hike Nolan Lake out at Sylvan Lake State Park. Stay tuned, we've got some more show for you right after this. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode. And you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. Welcome aboard. Bobby Laurie and Nikki Noya have your ticket to everything you need for an on-the-go lifestyle. Grab your boarding pass. It's time to jet set. Bienvenidos a lo mejor de la semana, yo soy Julio García y te estaré compartiendo los mejores eventos y actividades para disfrutar en familia todo el verano. Comenzamos este lunes 10 de julio de una manera súper relajante ya que Luz Violeta nos está ofreciendo clases gratuitas de meditación en español en la biblioteca de Higo de 7 a 7.45 de la tarde. Este martes 11 de julio el Colorado Snow Sports Museum está ofreciendo un tour sobre la historia de Veo a partir de las 11 de la mañana. Es en inglés pero aún puede ser una manera divertida de aprender un poquito más sobre la historia de Veo con un costo de 10 dólares por persona pero los niños entran gratis. Este miércoles 12 de 
julio, Chasing Rabbits nos estará presentando la película Top Gun Maverick al aire libre en la Plaza del Solaris a partir de las 8 de la noche con un costo de 10 dólares para rentar tus audífonos y disfrutar de esta increíble película. Y regresamos a las meditaciones este jueves, pero esta vez en la biblioteca de Avon, igual de 7 a 7.45 de la tarde. Y si prefieres la meditación en inglés, pues Luz Violeta también ofrece clases de meditación en inglés los mismos días, en los mismos lugares, pero a las 6 de la tarde. Un poquito más temprano para aquellos que prefieran disfrutar de una meditación en inglés. Este viernes 14 de julio, otra película al aire libre aquí en el lago Nottingham de Avon. A partir de las 8.15 de la noche se estará mostrando la película The Parent Trap, completamente gratis. Traigan sus cobijas, sillas, snacks y que no falten las palomitas para disfrutar de un increíble atardecer y de una película en familia. Y de jueves a sábado se estarán llevando a cabo los Gypsum Days en Gypsum, donde habrá actividades para toda la familia. Específicamente el sábado 15 de julio arrancan las actividades desde las 7 de la mañana hasta las 10 de la noche. Habrá show de autos, desfile, vendedores, comida, área de juegos y un concierto, así que no te puedes perder de este grandioso evento en Gypsum. Y para concluir la semana, este domingo 16 de julio, el Festival de Bell Jazz nos ofrecerá un concierto gratuito en la Plaza del Solaris en Bell de 5 a 7 de la tarde, donde se presentará Gabriel Santiago, un guitarrista brasileño con ritmos increíbles y música espectacular. Y bueno familia, ahí lo tienen, no se pierdan de todas las increíbles actividades que están sucediendo a lo largo y ancho de nuestro valle. Todos los días hay algo que hacer y como siempre yo los veré aquí en la próxima edición. Yo soy Julio García y esto fue... Lo mejor de la semana. Join us on the Leadville Railroad. This fun-filled train ride takes you and your family on an unforgettable trip through the heart of the Rockies for a half-day trip of adventure, relaxation, and sightseeing. Enjoy the spectacular Colorado scenery. Even meet the engineer. Book your adventure on the Leadville Railroad today at Leadville Railroad. Hi, it's Julio from TV8Vail. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? Because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vail from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Vail Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92, on YouTube, or our website at tv8vail.com. Here at Sun & Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best-performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun and Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. You're watching K34QB, Vail, Colorado. Welcome back to the second hour of Good Morning Vale here on July 8th. It's a beautiful Saturday morning and we've got a great second hour in store for you. Jammin' with Jake is here and we're going to have some great fun. We'll also be catching up with a new reality show, Caught in the Act. And then Kim Perot talks to the Eagle Art Walk about what they've got going on today out in the Eagle Town Park. But the second hour of Good Morning Vale starts now.
door for you. There's so many things to see and do. Summer, winter, spring, or fall. Your home in the Rockies has it all to get up. Get ready to start your day. The coffee's brewing, you're on your way. The fun is waiting outside your door. Good morning, Belle. Let's take a quick stop here at the TV8 Weather Center and take a look at our weather coming up for us. Today, we're starting the day off in the high 50s, and it'll start getting to a high of 79 degrees towards the mid-afternoon. Today, we've got a 15% chance of precipitation with winds coming from the west-southwest 10 to 20 miles per hour. Looking at the rest of the day here, it's already in those mid-50s, starting to warm up to 74 degrees by noon, starting to get a little bit partly cloudy as we move into the afternoon with a high of 78 around 4 p.m. Things are going to start cooling off then towards the evening with... Uh, <clears throat> let's take a quick look at the I-70 corridor here. We've got a precipitation chance of 50 degrees or 50% down there in Denver with a high of 75. It's starting to get warmer as we move up into the mountains today with a 15% chance of precipitation in Vail and a high of 79 degrees. As we get to Avon, it's going to be still a 15% chance with a high of 82. Warmer still in Eagle with a high of 85 there. Taking a look at the overnight forecast, we've got a low of 50 degrees with a 15% chance of rain. Winds from the southeast at 10 to 15 miles an hour. Taking a look at the rest of the week here, we've got Sunday high of 82 degrees and then Monday 15% chance of precipitation, mostly sunny with a high of 82. Lows in the low 50s throughout the week. Then as we get to Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we're going to have a nice sunny day with highs in the mid-80s. Now let's take a quick look over at Vail Vibes, where Avisha is going to tell us about some of the fantastic things we did over the 4th of July weekend, where we were finally able to have some fireworks for the first time in years. Let's take a quick look. friends, welcome to Vail Vibes. I'm Avisha Scarborough. We're at Ford Park in Vail where we've had an amazing day so far full of 4th of July celebrations and there is still so much more celebrating to do. We are just getting started. What's usually an endless sea of green in the summertime mountains was sprinkled with a whole lot of red, white, and blue for Independence Day. Thousands of people came from all over to celebrate the nation and show their patriotism. The morning started off with the Vail America Days Parade, which made its way from Golden Peak to Lion's Head, showcasing lots of fun acts, including Vail's very own Precision Lawn Chair Demonstration Team. By early afternoon, crowds lined up at Ford Amphitheater to get their spot to watch the Dallas Symphony Orchestra's patriotic concert. We caught up with some of the musicians before the show, and they were just as excited as the audience to be there. I'm Tom Fleming. I play second bassoon in the Dallas Symphony. I joined in 2019. This is my second time at Vail, and I really love being here because it's really hot in Dallas right now, and it's lovely to be in these excellent temperatures and uh, just experience nature. You know, like we have to search for nature in Dallas, so it's just wonderful to be in touch with that. It's very cool when you're playing. If you start listening to the ambient sounds, you get wind and birds, and it just creates this very magical atmosphere that you don't get when you're inside. We have we have one piece that we do, and it's with somebody who had been in the who had been in the military military hero, and 
think it's just emotional. The veteran Maria Schleining is referring to is Don Hallfiger, who joined them on stage to tell her story of service. Is the way this entire community comes together to celebrate us, to welcome us, and to help us heal. The lawn and pavilion were packed during the concert, and concert goers were as delighted as ever. How was the concert? It was fantastic. The Dallas Symphony Orchestra never disappoints. What did you think about it? Amazing. Wonderful time. Most wonderful concert I've seen in America. This concert every year brings tears to your eyes, pounding heart, and extreme emotions of patriotism and love for the United States of America. The celebration continued all day in Vail Valley and Beaver Creek. But of course, 4th of July is never complete without the one thing everyone's waiting for. The fireworks show. The fireworks. What are you looking forward to tonight? Um, the fireworks. And indeed, the night did go out with a bang. Vail had its first fireworks show since 2020, and it was the perfect ending to a long 4th of July celebration. For TV8 in Vail, I'm Avisha Scarborough. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 7 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail, Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno, Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoreboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. People think of world-class destinations, they're drawn to a place that provides opportunities for fine dining, shopping, superior lodging, exciting events, and unparalleled outdoor activities. Park City, Utah and Vail, Colorado are renowned destinations for travelers and extraordinary homes for residents. Feature your exceptional products and services in these two luxury communities. Advertise with Park City Television and TV8 Vail. Contact us today. 
Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. We are joined here on the couch by Jake Wolf of Jamming with Jake and his student Anna, and they're going to teach me a little bit about ukulooping. So, that's right. What's ukulooping? Ukulooping is the art of playing the ukulele uh, while hula hooping. Some people call it ukulele, some people call it ukulele. But when we put them together, we get ukulooping or ukulooping. You can do it with other instruments too. I've done it on the violin, you have violooping. You can do it on the flute. Looping. Imagine um, it's pretty hard with a tuba, though. It is, and you would think it's hard with like a, a xylophone. But if you hang the xylophone upside down, and the kids are playing it like this while they're hula hooping, totally works. Can you imagine that? I can imagine. Yeah. We do a lot of these fun things at the uh, summer school abroad camp, which is happening in Minturn in a couple of weeks here, um, sponsored by EFAC. Well, let's do a little bit of quick practicing here, yeah. and while we practice, we're going to take a quick look at Caught in the Act, the new reality show. Such an honor to speak with you. You're so great on this show. You're so compassionate. You're a great listener. Tell us again, you know, what led you to say, yes, I really want to do this show? Well, Caught in the Act Unfaithful, when the network presented it to me, um, it was all about helping people navigate infidelity in their relationships. And for me, who had experienced that, I, I wished I had had an outlet that I could mm -hmm. either look at or someone that I could speak with that, you know, could help me maneuver the emotions, the feelings, the, the, um, the, the understanding the lack of commitment that was in my relationship. And so I felt like I'd, I think I'd be the perfect person because that was sure. 2001, you know, when I got mm -hmm. divorced from my ex-husband and I've figured out a way to heal from the things that I had gone through, have a clear understanding of what that relationship was and what I was looking for. And I feel like I can be someone to impart some of my wisdom of having gone through the experience myself to help them navigate their situations. Absolutely, and now a new season, new network. Tell us what it's yes. like to be renewed for season two and now to be on MTV. Well, to get that, that season two order, <laughs> uh, and, and we, actually, right. we actually got it before we aired season one. You right. know, that's, I've heard is unprecedented in, in, in the building that I'm in. And so I was very excited <laughs> about that. It, it, um, it showed me that they believed in the show. It showed me that they believed in me. And what we're really trying to do with the show is not just about following people and giving you high drama. You get that, right? We, we understand that. But it's also about 
being able to offer the viewers something from this experience, taking home new terms, learning new, new terminology that may be applicable in their relationships. You also get a bit of psychology from our relationship experts. And all of that was important to me. And being at MTV brings it home for me. It's a full circle moment. Absolutely. 1993, <laughs> I walked into MTV and was on the real world. You know what I mean? So for sure. me, it just feels like coming home and doing something I love to do with a network I love to do and hopefully the people I love to be with and hopefully the people love it. Absolutely. I, I feel like in the end credits, they should have a Venmo account for people who watch this. <laughs> to be able to send you therapy money and all the other people uh, who are working on the show. Who are, who, are, who are working on the show, yes, because it is a wild ride. I am one of those people who absorbs energy, you know? So for mm -hmm. me to, to see these women and or men going through these challenging moments in their relationship, it, I want I want to help them. I want to make it right. I want you know everything about their lives to be perfect. And so to to help them navigate that, sometimes it's challenging, but we get through it because that's what we're there to do. That's what we signed up to do. Right. And to be clear to the audience, a lot of these couples, this is actually a, it's a turning point for every couple during this time. But sometimes it goes in the direction where they're able to heal and get back together. Yes. So it's not always like the you, 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 and you type of thing. No, it's, and, and that's the beauty of the show, right? Is that my job on this show is not to tell them which way they should go. Mm -hmm. What I'm there to do is to provide them the truth about their relationship, give them an opportunity to sit down and talk to the other person if they want to do so, and then, they're able to reach a proper decision about which way they want to go in their relationship. And all I have to do is say, at this point, do the work. If you want to right. stay, do the work. If you don't want to stay, you still have to do the work because you've just gone through something very traumatic. All of it involves you taking accountability, you being present for your situation, and you learning how to move forward or move on. Absolutely. Uh, there are certain triggers people have in a relationship. If, if a, there's a couple uh, and MTV's on, the show comes on, and the, the spouse says, no, I don't want to watch it. I'm going to go to my room. <laughs> Is that a potential? Hmm, I should look into that. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Your intuition is the most valuable asset that you have. The only thing you have to be sure of is that you have discernment within your intuition because all of us have baggage, right? We've gone through experiences, mm -hmm. certain things stick out to us. We have to learn how to manage our triggers, know who our mate is in their entirety, analyze your relationship. If someone doesn't want to watch this show with you, maybe it's because they don't want to watch this show. It doesn't necessarily mean that there's something going on. And that's where you have to know your mate. But hopefully people will sit down and watch it together because I think they are going to take away some real gems. We've got some relationship experts on the show, Coach Ken Canyon, mm -hmm. DJ Envy, and uh, they really offer some, some insight 
into certain situations and certain interpersonal dynamics that I think will be valuable to people who are watching. Absolutely. You say you love great energy. You have great energy. Uh, really a Thank blessing you. to speak with you today. Thanks for all you do. So much joy to watch you. Take care. Thank you Thank so you. much. <laughs> all right. Bye. Well, it seems like that's going to be a pretty interesting show there, Caught in the Act. I'm not sure if, you know, I would want to be on it, but it's going to be pretty fascinating to watch. Well, we're here on the couch with Jake and Anna, and you guys have been showing me a couple of chords here. So, we were just starting to learn Twinkle Twinkle, right? Yep. So, show me the beginning part there again, Anna, please, and I'll hope I can follow along. Awesome. That was amazing. All right, and then what's the next part here? So from this top little piece, you want to go third string gotcha. right and above the first fret. Are we talking, is this the first string and the fourth string? Right here. All right, so this is the first string up top. Working our way down to third string. Sometimes we count from the bottom. I always take okay. it from the bottom. So we go, we go one, two, three, four. Gotcha. One is lowest to the ground. That makes sense. Also, the smallest. It does until you see tablature and then it's upside down, and you're like, "Well, why did they do it that way?" And I, 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 I have nothing to do with it. Don't shoot the messenger. You know? Well, I don't even know how to read music yet. We, we so. were talking. Um, you know, you were saying it's difficult to teach. Mm-hmm. Right, but you just did it. How do you feel about that? You're a teacher now. I like. And it. you teach ice ice cream eating. Is ice, that ice skating. Where do you teach ice skating? Ice, ice cream. What did you say? Where again? do you teach ice skating? Beaver Creek. Awesome. So is that something that you do in the winter there? Yes. Yeah? Helping out younger kids or helping younger older kids? kids? Good for you. That's awesome. awesome. I help younger kids when we can't seem to find their balance on the ice rink. <laughs> do you just do that for fun or do you do it with part of a group? I do that for fun. Awesome. Helping out just for fun? That's yep. a great way to be. So, what's our next step here? How so, I wonder. Yes. So, middle finger. Yes. Right. I, I usually say uh, first uh, first finger, first fret, second th- uh, second fret, third and fourth uh, to start. It's it just it, it's uh, it reduces the amount of movement, which is great. Move less, play more. Totally makes sense. All right, so we are up there, right? Nope. Nope. Oh, there we go. So second finger, Over one. Uh, middle finger, second fret, third string. Gotcha. And that's it, man. Yeah. You just twinkled. Awesome. Well, we got to take a quick break, but when we come back, we got more Jenna with Jake and some more show for you right after this. Welcome to the TV Viewer's Choice Awards, where we celebrate the videos that got the most views from viewers like you. I'm Max Turner. Let's see who's taking home the prizes for the month of May. Taking home the bronze is Good Morning Vale's May 4th edition, featuring important updates from the scoreboard and the town of Avon. A silver award goes to Good Morning Vale on May 18th, featuring recruiter guy Bill Humbert. The gold goes to May 22nd edition of Good Morning Vale, featuring the best of CC Zach and Glitz and Glam. 
The Platinum Award goes to Good Morning Vale's featuring Ride Your Bike to School Day with Mark Sassy on location. And clinching the number one spot and taking home the Diamond Award is Good Morning Vale's May 2nd edition featuring Clara Noble in the Eagle Valley Animal Shelter. If you missed any of these trending videos, make sure to migrate over to our YouTube page and check out the playlist for the winners of the month of May. I'm Max Turner, and I'll see you next time. Welcome back to the show. We are joined on the couch here with Jim with Jake and Anna, who's been teaching me the beginning of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, and I think Jake's going to show us some new notes. We're going we're to learn the bendy. The bendy. The bendy. Ooh. This is when you take your uh, a note and you you bend it up a little bit to get that uh, almost like a cat. So take the note. I like to play this one on the uh, second string from the floor, on the third fret, and then push your ring finger up while you play the note. Thanks, Jack Black, for the uh, the bendy note. <laughs> We're going to work on that. So, yeah, instead of ending Twinkle, Twinkle Little Star on an open string, you could end it on here, and then you could give it a little little flavor flav. Got you know what I'm talking about? I can't get it. We'll, we'll work on it. The bendy will come. So no, it's tricky for sure. What else are we working on? Oh, I'm, okay, I'm going to show you this thing called tablature, right? So there's, okay. there's a couple ways to read music. This is a simplified form, a, a way to look at the neck. And you see the, the zeros and the there's numbers, mm -hmm. right? So, and, and you're looking at it like this. Like, so if we're, if we're looking at it, I don't know if we can get in on that. Ah, we don't need to. You could Google tablature, but when you hold it up, that's the neck of the ukulele. Gotcha. So it's just, it's kind of a way to transpose all of our right. notes here. And then as they're coming down, are these are. It's almost strums. like the, uh, what's the game? What's the um, game? Uh, Guitar Hero. Okay. Right? Okay. Things, yeah, but this is the, uh, you know, so you open. So. 
literally that makes sense? that way. So, okay, that's what you were saying earlier about Everybody has one of these being once upside a year. down. Right, exactly. This is the upside down. So we'd be... Nope. So all the zeros would indicate you're all strings. So okay. open, 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 open. Did you get that? Yeah. Hmm. Definitely open, not the same open. song, though, right? Oh, this is a totally different song. This is, uh, <laughs> oh, happy birthday. Yeah, so oh, I was hoping you guys okay. would pick that up. Oh, I, I broke it out for you because this is a great song to play. You can play one um, once a year for some people. You know? Because it's their birthday. Well, and if you got enough friends, you can play it 365 days a year. Absolutely. So, Do you have that many friends, Anna? No, not quite. <laughs> How many kids do you go to school with? Eleventy-two billion seven hundred and fourteen. No, Twenty-two. Awesome. So not a terribly big class. Does anybody else in your school play ukulele, or go to the summer camps with Jake, with you? Um, Any friends from school there? I don't know the answer to that question. No. I don't have the staff. Nobody yet. else plays ukulele. No. Yes. In fourth grade, uh, we're gonna learn how to play the ukulele. Awesome. Are you excited for that? Yeah, I'll you know most of the chords. Well, there you go. You have quite a leg up. Maybe well, you can even is, help the teacher. I just remembered there is one other kid that plays ukulele. Yeah. I, I believe firmly that kids teaching other kids is, is a great way of... of uh, it, does a lot, it does a lot of things. When I was at the elementary school, to give you an example, there'd be you know, some, a kid in the class that was not the quick kid. But they would tell me that. You know, they'd go, oh, this is not the quick kid. I, it, it bugged me. And so what I did is I took the not the quick kid outside, taught him, and then have him teach the quick kid, and it empowered the student. And he moved faster, and uh, we just got rid of that whole slow kid thing. So I, I believe firmly that kids should be able to teach kids. Well, that's fun. I'm also a ski instructor in another part of my life, and that's something that I always try and incorporate in my lessons, too, is trying to, if there's, you know... One kid who's not quite getting it, trying to incorporate him into the lesson and trying to really help with that peer mentorship thing. And I feel like it really helps build the kid's confidence, too. Absolutely. Huge confidence uh, builder. And then in, in, in a creative world, it's just a lot of fun to be able to uh, express yourself. And I would say, so your ski instructor, another person in the valley that has more than one job, no way. Oh, yeah. You know, we, it's kind of all of us, right? <laughs> in a lot of ways. Well, we're going to be right back yeah. after a short break. We're going to do some looping? Yeah. Some let's, looping? let's do some ukulooping. Some ukulooping. Awesome. Well, Can't wait. we'll be right back after a short break. The first week of July is a busy one here in the Vail community and joining us today to talk about some more events past the 4th of July is Jennifer with Eagle Arts. Jennifer, how are you? Hi, thanks Kim. It's Great. Exciting to have you here. I know you've got a big <laughs> event coming up, so tell me all about it. Yeah, so um, July 7th and 8th we have the Eagle Arts Art Walk Festival. Um, previous previously people have known um, Art Walk through monthly events that we used to do in the summer. Um, but through a variety of feedback from folks, we decided to focus it into a two-day festival, which enabled us to recruit artists from further away and do some, um, you know, kind of unique activity 
stuff and have some great music. Amazing. So you've recruited artists from farther away. How far are we talking? <laughs> um, well, not, not hugely far. We have some artists coming from Carbondale and from Breckenridge and for, from Huerfano. And um, I think we have an artist coming up from uh, up from the Front Range. So um, just throughout the state, but some really unique art that um, hasn't been up here before for Art Walk. Absolutely. Yeah. It's very special, you know, Colorado artists being featured and being able to network and see each other and, and get some inspiration from each other as well. Yeah, absolutely. And just have a different market of exposure for their work because there's so many talented artists out there and finding places for them to get people to see them is great. So we've got painters, we've got... Um, Jewelry artists. Um, we have a local artist, Firecat Jewelry, Cheryl Prince, who Beautiful I'm wearing. <laughs> um, she uh, she'll be there. Um, we've got Carrie Calvin with Sunward, who will be doing her hat bar and you know custom designs on hats for folks. And uh, yeah, it's just um, ceramics artists, um, some really great metalwork artists, and a, a chainsaw woodworking artist. So lots of great stuff. So all mediums, if you like art in all forms and fashion, you can get it there. Yeah. Literally fashion. A- absolutely. Necklaces, jewelry. Yep, yep, <laughs> for sure. And we even have 13 Little Goslings who does some really cute black print stuff on um, on shirts and baby clothes and things like that. That's amazing. So it's Friday and Saturday, the 7th and the 8th. What time does it start on Friday? What time does it start on Saturday? Yeah, it's Friday, July 7th from 6 to 9. And during that time, we will also be hearing from um, Via Musico, which is a great local band that plays some really cool um, Latin, uh, Latin influenced music. And then on Saturday, it's from 10 to 6, and we have three different musicians and bands playing Joe Hanley in the morning, and then in the afternoon, we have Tea and Tequila, and then in the evening, we have Evolution Live. Amazing. So it's just a lot of liveliness happening at the Art Walk as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are other activities for families as, if they're not looking at the artists. Tell me a little bit about they that. They are, yeah. So one of our artists is a painter, and she's going to have a little craft set up next to her space. And then um, Eagle Climbing and Fitness will be there with their climbing wall. And then the um, Colorado University Extension is bringing a water table where kids will be able to go up and play and, like, interact with things that they might find in a stream and actually get, like, all, you know, find out about the ecology of our mountain rivers and streams and get all dirty and (laughs) so natural sensory play is Mm -hmm. really great for kids yeah yeah that's awesome so that's a really exciting event obviously do you need to volunteer do you need to buy tickets can you just show up oh um, totally show up it is a completely free event Um, again it is in eagle town park which is at the south end of broadway in eagle so next to the county building there's plenty of parking all around there both on the streets and then in the um uh, since it's after hours in the parking lot of the county building. Awesome. So that's July. You yeah. have another big event coming up? Well, we have an event that we partnered with Black Party Eagle in August. Those dates for Black Party are August 11th through 13th. But on the 11th and 12th inside the festival area, we worked with them to curate some artists who... Um, in some ways, it, it like have a, a good appeal to the folks who would come to that festival, but also have some really cool music-related um, themes to their art. So we've got a leatherworks artist, we have more jewelers, 
and tie-dye artists and things like that. So we'll have 10 artist booths inside of Black Party. That's amazing. So how did you go about curating these artists for, uh, for the Black Party? Yeah, so we have our, um, you know, we have artists that we've worked with in the past. We also put out a call on um, online. There's some uh, websites that you use to go and put out calls for artists and indicate what you're looking for and what the dates are and what, you know, what kind of artists you're looking for. And then they apply. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, it's just so cool what you're doing at Eagle Arts. So what else can we know about? What else do you have coming up outside of the summer? Yeah, so Eagle Arts is um, an independent nonprofit organization. So we depend on our sponsors for things like um, for things like Art Walk. So um, Alpine Bank, Xfinity, the Town of Eagle is a sponsor, of course, Recon Insight. Um, and then we also have sponsors who have worked with us on our other events, like our Murder on Broadway event that we do um, in at the end of the winter, usually in March, which is a great fun event where people go around. We have a theme. Um, people go and listen to the alibis of our suspects who are placed inside businesses in downtown Eagle and then have to guess who um, who committed the crime at and get the reveal at the end of the night at a party that we have. And then um, we also do some public art projects that we've been working with various sponsors on getting done, like benches, uh, benches being painted on Broadway, and then uh, community piano. Amazing. So thanks to the sponsors, you're able to really contribute and bring to light all of the artistry here in, yeah. in, the, uh, in the Valley. So yeah. it's wonderful. Well, tell us where we can go for more information. Yeah, so you can go to eaglearts.org or visit our Facebook page, which is Eagle Arts, um, eaglearts-artwalk. And be careful because there is an Eagle Arts in Idaho. So you have to go to the right website, which is eaglearts.org. They also have an art walk there, too. So if you do a search for Eagle Art Walk, you might come up with their site instead. So eaglearts.org is our one here in Colorado. Wonderful. Well, the work that you're doing is just absolutely incredible and inspiring. And it sounds like it's going to be such an incredible and fun event. So make sure that we get the word out. People are coming. It is free to the public. Yeah. And Jennifer, we appreciate you you on the show and thanks for coming to Good Morning Thank you Bill. so much, Kim. I appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. Now stay tuned. We have a few more guests visiting us here in studio. It's quite the adventurous Friday morning. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. It's that time we were talking Sun and Ski Sports Product of the Week. Now, if you're making your way out to do any water activities, it's important that you have the right protection with you, and especially since our water levels are so high from all of that precipitation that we saw over the course of the winter and now that snow runoff. So right now, I've got the Onyx Move Vent Life Vest in front of me. This vest has some great features to it, one of which being soft, lightweight foam flotation. Now, if you are looking for this in your kayaks or in your canoes and you want that nice mesh back well then it has that feature making it more comfortable for you to sit anywhere where there's a high back and you need to be nice and safe out there now as you're making your way out into the water there is a built-in whistle so that if you need to be heard you can make yourself heard with this lovely
lovely whistle. There's also some nice reflection pieces making it easy for you to be seen as you're out there and especially if you're doing it first thing in the morning or later into the afternoon when you're out there on the rivers or on the lakes. So make sure that you stop by Sun and Ski Sports and you check out all of their great inventory for these nice pieces that are going to keep you safe out there on the waters. Now you can always go to their website at sunandski.com for some more information or for some more fabulous products that'll keep you safe out there on the water. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Eyepieces of Vail has been a fixture in the Vail community for over 30 years. From designer frames and sunglasses to high-performance sports frames, prescription goggles and in-demand accessories like helmets, goggle lenses, and foldable reading glasses, our inventory raises the optical bar. Visit one of our seven locations today and see why generations of loyal customers return time after time for our unmatched service and inventory. Eyepieces, the art of vision. Time to rise and shine? There's no better way to start your day off than with the Good Morning Vale crew. You asked for more and TV8 delivered. Good Morning Vale is here for you with your local news, sports, weather, and community events every morning from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. No matter the season, we give you a reason to watch. So grab your coffee and join the fun. Live stream us at TV8Vale.com or on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92. And remember, there's more for you on 92. Well, we are back, and Jake and Anna are going to show me how to uke loop here. And I was trying to do a little bit of hula hooping right off the break, and I am not good at it. So, prepare to watch me struggle. I think mine's I think mine's broken. What do you think? Like, how how do we do this here, Miss Banana, Anna? Here I am. Let's so it, it's not working. I don't know what's happening. You have to move your hips. You have to move your hips, like this way. More than once? Why don't you show us how to do it? Oh, man. That's amazing. Can you walk around a little bit? Can you do the hokey pokey? <laughs> Did you ever think about what would happen if the hokey pokey was what it was all about? Very crazy. I think it's time to attempt. My, my, I, right? A Is it time? Dad, can we bring in the uh, the device? Right. Awesome. Are you ready? Here we go. Here we go. Practice it. Let's see. Keep it going. Wow. Oh, <laughs> take two, take two, take two. Come step this way. The important thing to remember here, folks, is to keep it high because if you hit the ukulele with the hula hoop, it'll go into one of these expensive looking lights. A lot of lights hanging out around here. <laughs> and then we will, depending on the stars. Wow, it's definitely better it's than not, I could it's do. Not, it's not easy. It looks it looks easy, but it's not it's, it's not an easy thing. It Get it going, Mama. Awesome. Twinkle, twinkle, and hula hoop. On your mark. Are you ready? Are you sure? Take a breath. Do you stretch? Okay. <gasps> breathing, always breathing. Wow. 
Wow. Yes, that's that amazing. Is that is that's super hard Aaron. to do. Super impressive. That's I can the art of eucalyptus. I rub my stomach and pat my head at the same time. And you're over there hula hooping, eucalyptus. Can you? <laughs> All right, let's see it. This is, she might be a drummer. Wow. <laughs> it's kind of hard because uh, your hand is down where the hula hoop is. And yes. And the hula hoop, it might hit you in the face. Yeah, Safety first. Totally it makes might. sense. <laughs> so, over the break, Jake, you were telling me a little bit about somebody who was able to play the violin. Yes. And hula hoop. This is what happened. Here's here's this is the, this is the story. This is this is how this goes. So, I was teaching over at Avon Elementary Schools. A lot of Hispanic kids, Latin American culture, filled with rhythm, but they weren't getting the rhythm. Couldn't figure it out. One day, I, you know, my room was um, a, a sight to be seen. But I had hula hoops hanging on the wall, and here's this kid that wasn't able. He couldn't get the drums, but could hula hoop really well. And I'm like, what? what's what's happening over here? You can do that, but you can't do that. So. I thought about how can we make combine these things. I handed uh, another student uh, the violin while she was hula hooping, and she could play it fine, like in rhythm. And so it did something to both sides of the brain where it fired it up. We had rhythms going simultaneously, and it helped them um, absorb data faster because I think both sides were firing. So they're getting more input, and they were able to play this stuff. So when we had our first uh, summer school of rock camp down at State Bridge, I think it was like 2011, 2012, uh, we, we did five nights overnight there, and uh, the guys from Bonfire Entertainment, I think the, the guys on the lake, um, mm -hmm. Stand Up Paddle, Colorado, SUP Colorado, those guys had some uh, bigger, they call it the Subsquatch, like a Sasquatch, but it's like bigger. So we put uh, Jackie on the Subsquatch uh, while she was playing the violin, while she was hula hooping, so she's on a stand-up paddle board going down the Colorado River, playing Beethoven, or Bach actually, uh, with PFD and helmet, and there's a video of this that we will show in, in one of these Jamming with Jake uh, episodes coming awesome. soon. Well, we'll look forward to seeing that, and we're going to do a little bit more eucalyptus here. Yes. And in the meantime, I spoke to the uh, Department of Health and Human Services recently to tell us a little bit about how to stay healthy throughout the summer, and they've got some great tips for us. So let's take a quick look at that right now. Welcome back to the show. As summer is starting to kick off, we've got a lot of events coming up, which means spending a lot more time with other people. And so we've got Lily Griego joining us from the De Department of Health and Human Services, and she's going to help us with a little bit of advice on how to stay healthy over the course of the summer. Welcome to the show, Lily. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Of course. So despite the fact that COVID isn't quite as big of an issue these days and it's not dominating our lives, it's still very much present, correct? Absolutely correct. Spot on. Couldn't have said it my, better myself. So are there any advice that you might have for us just to kind of help keep ourselves safe when we're out at family barbecues or social events at the park? Absolutely. So just to cover some basics, uh, folks may have already heard this information if it's the first time that you're hearing this. I welcome the opportunity to engage uh, your audience and let them know that vaccines are still widely available. You can go to vaccines.gov. Uh, look for a place near you to get a vaccination. Why are we still talking about this? Because we are still seeing folks who get sick from COVID. Um, we're still seeing some hospitalizations. And on a very you know serious note, we want to talk about that we're still losing human lives 
uh, from COVID. So we really want to say thank you to those who have gotten vaccinated. And looking ahead to the summer, just think about when you have a family gathering or a barbecue, graduations are occurring, weddings are occurring, or if you happen to be in a place that has poor ventilation. Think about the fact that you want to protect yourself and others around you. Get the vaccination. If you haven't had a vaccination since, since September of 2022, it may have waned. So you may consider an updated vaccination. Another layer of protection would be wearing a mask if you feel so inclined to do so. One other thing that comes to mind, we've heard this since we were little kids, wash your hands frequently, use soap and water. And if for any reason you don't have access to soap and water for Let's think about maybe camping or being close um, in the mountains with one another and then riding back in a car. Hand sanitizer is always a good resource as well. Ever since the pandemic started off, I've been keeping a bottle of hand sanitizer in the driver's side door of my truck, and it has been a game changer for me. Like, whenever I manage to get something sticky on my hands, it's just great. They can get it right off there. It's a great way to just kind of keep up on maintaining that hygiene. So same here. I have some in my purse. I have some in my car. Uh, you know, wherever I ha- need to be, if it's at work or if it's on the road, we travel frequently to engage with folks in our region. And so uh, having some hand sanitizer nearby is a helpful tool always. Of course. So if anybody is like deciding whether or not they're needing a new vaccination or if they need to get their vaccine updated, how can they best determine that? So several resources are available. I've already mentioned vaccines.gov to go to a place where you can find, again, assuming you have access to a computer and access to the internet, you can go online and find a location near you. But one of the other methods that you can implement is talk to your doctor. Talk to the pharmacist at the location listed on vaccines.gov. Talk to a trusted advisor in the healthcare industry and ask them, what are my considerations here? Why should I be concerned about this? One of the things I would note is that we have seen uh, long COVID in several folks, whether you have been vaccinated or not, you are susceptible to getting COVID and we want to avoid folks getting long COVID. The symptoms around long COVID um, sustain over time and have serious implications. So we want folks to be safe, engage safely with family and friends and attend functions in the outdoors or in indoors and feel confident that they're protected. So when they're looking for that extra information, does uh, DHS have a um, hotline or something that you guys could call or that people might be able to call, say, if they're not able to get to their local pharmacy? So uh, we have the the information online, I believe, and please forgive me for not having a phone number prepared. There are two resources that you can use. You can text a a number, you can text a location, I think it's your zip code, and I'll get that phone number for you momentarily. And then you get resources back on your phone. The other option that we've mentioned is vaccines.gov. Our office is available as well, serving Colorado and Utah, Wyoming, Montana, the Dakotas, and 30 tribal nations. So again, my name is Lily Griego, and you can find us on the internet. We would be happy to visit with folks one-on-one, but I really encourage folks to go to vaccines.gov. Well, and it sounds like that text hotline is a fantastic way to get useful information that you can continue to refer to, because it'll just be right there on your phone, and you can check back if you say, forgot it. Absolutely. Uh, if you don't mind, I actually texted it this morning just to test it myself. 
little unconventional here, but the number that I mentioned previously, have it on my phone, 4388829. Just text your zip code and it'll give you some information that will be very useful for you wherever you live. Oh, that's fantastic. So if people are trying to, or if they're getting ready to go get their vaccine updated, is there any like health or safety guidelines that you would recommend people follow when they're preparing to get their vaccine updated or preparing to get their vaccine for the first time? Yes, actually, if you, again, same website, go to vaccines.gov. We have a plethora of information. Also, if anything that you think of when it comes to health, uh, HHS or the United States Department of Health and Human Services, we have, again, a plethora of information available online. So if you're concerned about um, getting the vaccine, being precautionary, or perhaps you're helping a senior friend or a neighbor or a relative, and you want to walk them through that information, there are several tidbits of information uh, to prepare for a vaccination and what to think about afterwards. But again, if you feel confident talking to a healthcare provider or a doctor or a pharmacist, that would probably be another option for folks. Fantastic. So I know the vaccines have been updated and there's constantly a little bit of changing going on in the various versions of the COVID vaccine. Is there any information that you have about the what people can expect with the newer updated versions? So sometimes it depends on the, the person if they have a reaction to the vaccines. I was very tired when I got mine, um, just a slight fever. Um, but other than that, I was fine, and I just felt so protected. Uh, the state of mind was just so grateful to have access to the vaccines and be able to feel protected around my senior parents. So those were some of the things that occurred for me and for family members that I've had a conversation with about this. What I can say is that the Biden-Harris administration can now talk about the implementation of our tools and everything that we utilize to ensure that over 270 million Americans were vaccinated and are now safe from this uh, 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 from COVID-19, excuse me, from the virus that was just so deadly in 2020. And now we see that folks are not inundated in, in ER rooms or in health clinics. And so this is just a layer of protection to make sure that we can think about other things other than the virus. And one last question I got for you before I let you go. Do you have any advice for talking to people who might be reluctant to engage in conversations about COVID or if you're trying to encourage a family member who might be hesitant to go get vaccinated? One of the things I can say, and I think that this has been a consistent message since the, since the vaccines became available, it's safe. Uh, the Biden-Harris administration ensured that they had high access to the vaccines. Uh, they were free. You can find them in a ver variety of locations near you, where, wherever you live, whether it's rural, whether it's urban, whether it's in the mountains. You have a close proximity to ensure access to the vaccines. The other thing is that for uh, younger folks getting a vaccine, this has been a vaccination that has been tried and tested and is the most safe in the history of our country. So I talk about that it put my mind at ease. It made me feel that I could engage with folks, go into communities, feel protected, and protecting others, whether they were immunocompromised or whether they were senior citizens or the most vulnerable of our population, just little ones. So that's one of the things that I focus on. The other thing is that we want to stay active. We want to be in school. We want to be at work. We want to be engaging with our friends and family. And again, this gets us into community in a safe, effective manner. 
Awesome. Well, Lily Griego, thank you so much for joining us and providing all of that wonderful information. And thank if, you for having us. <laughs> thank you so much. And if you are interested in finding out more information about vaccines, go to vaccines.gov. There's a ton of super useful information there. And we will be back right after these messages. Hi, I'm Cece Zach. On today's episode of Good Day Vale, I am thrilled to have Kim Langmaid, who is the Town of Vale's mayor, amongst many other community roles that she has within the town. So this is an episode you can't miss because you will learn about how to get involved in the community from our mayor of Vale, Kim Langmaid. I think it's really recognizing that we have this um, base community here that's committed to being here, loves the quality of life, makes many sacrifices in order to be here and have that quality of life. But uh, we want to make sure that they have an ability to experience all the great things we're offering our guests. So we need to make sure we have great housing, much more uh, local housing, good transportation um, that is affordable, easy to get to work excellent child care services. And right now, we're just not meeting the mark on all of those. So I think collaborating regionally up and down the valley, it's happening. It's just taking a while to put, uh, find the places and, and put the resources there that, that are needed. But we're getting there. We're making progress. TVA se complace en compartir que nos estamos preparando para lanzar nueva programación en español. Pero antes de hacerlo, queremos saber de ti, nuestra increíble comunidad, sobre lo que tú quieres ver. Por eso, te invitamos a un evento especial en nuestro estudio el 12 de julio a las 6 de la tarde. Ven a compartir tus ideas, opiniones y visiones sobre el futuro de nuestra programación en español. Ya sean eventos locales, programas educativos o entretenimiento, queremos que tú formes parte de este proceso y ayudes a dar forma a nuestra programación. No te pierdas esta maravillosa oportunidad de ser parte de televisión que te refleja y te representa. Para más información y para confirmar tu asistencia, visita tv8bell.com. TV8 is excited to share that we're preparing to launch new programming in Spanish. But before we do, we want to hear from you, our incredible community, about what you want to see. That's why we invite you to a special event at our studio on July 12 at 6 p.m. Come share your ideas, opinions, and visions regarding the future of our Spanish programming. Whether it's local events, educational programs, or entertainment, we want you to be a part of this process and help shape our Spanish programming. Don't miss out on this wonderful opportunity to be a part of television that reflects and represents you. For full details and to RSVP, visit tv8bell.com. Welcome back to the show. Hope you guys have been enjoying it so far. So Jake and Anna are going to teach me one last song before we play out. So this came from uh, Jazz Goes to School, which Tony G did. And I... this is just pretty much a, a blues interval where you're going to one, four, and five. Okay. And keeping it simple, that's C, F, and G. So if C was one, C, D, E, F is four, G is five, right? Gotcha. So you, who, who, Anna's going to be on C, right? So we're going to go one, Two, ready, and, we're, and then I'm gonna. You're gonna be the F. I'm gonna be gotcha. the G. All right, All right everybody, home, ready. Think I remember what your marks. the chord was. Get set, help us. No, take a deep breath. Always breathing, and it's always you know. Before we started, I should say that we we stretched uh, for like three and a half hours, 
And we didn't want to just do that while we are on TV because it takes a while, but you should always get in a good practice of stretching your hands out before you um, play your instruments. Right? 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 Yeah. All right, let's show C eight times. Fingers a little bit. One, two, ready, and one, two, three, four, seven, eight, two, three, four. Your turn. Hold on. What is what does the cat do? Meow. I thought I said that the first time. So what did I say? It it barked like a like a what? It said wolf. My favorite animal is a cat because it goes bark bark. Oh, oh but what goes bark bark? Dog. Dog, that's what I meant. Totally meant my favorite animal is a dog. My favorite animal is a dog. Because it goes it goes moo. No? Oh, what goes uh, moo? A cow. A cow? That's what I meant. That's my favorite animal. My favorite animal is a cow. Because it goes meow. The only word that rhymes with cow. <laughs> meow. That's not what happens because I never went to school. Well, and I learned my ears. That it's not my out of tune playing. <laughs> That's all me. That's why you gotta stay in school, kids. Because awesome. yeah, I, I just Thank learned you guys the music. so much for joining Don't us forget the on bendy. today's edition of Good Morning Vale, and have a great rest of your day. <laughs> <laughs>